BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one size fits all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to The Toast. It is The Toast X Juicy Scoop. Today, I am joined in studio by one of my favorite people on the planet, someone who actually is funny, someone who actually makes me belly laugh. It's Heather McDonald. Hello, Heather McDonald. Hello. I'm so happy to be here. You have not been on the toast in forever. I feel like you were on a million years ago, and then we did virtual during COVID, which was dark. Well, the first time I was on, I did not realize that you guys were like a big deal. It was we back weren't. when you- We weren't. Yes, you were. It was back when you had your Yahoo show. The breath, yeah. And I like got lost, which is why I was here so early. You were very timely. Because there was another time I was doing it and I screwed up on Zoom. So I've screwed up with you twice. <laughs> so I got here literally 20 minutes early. And you look I gorgeous. I left my house so early from Woodland Hills. Thank you. Because I was like, I cannot. And then I got, I decided to get in a nice. fall delight outfit so we could take a fo- nice photo after. You look like a delight. Thank you. I'm so happy Try. you're here. You are one of my favorite podcasters, one of my favorite comedians, and you are just so funny. And I cannot wait to get your take on so many of like the moronic things going on in the world. Absolutely. But before we start, I just wanted to catch up with you. And before the show, we were having this conversation about golf because your husband's a golfer right yes and for how long have you been married 23 years okay so I, I've been told that like when I'm at that stage I will appreciate the golf like I will want my husband out of the house right now I'm like annoyed because I have no one to hang out with and it feels rude but are you at the point now where you love it well you know I was saying so of course I follow you on the TikTok, and anybody everybody should and I feel I like agree. you and I are a lot that we like are kind of we watch way too much TikTok 100%. and like can't stop. Mm-hmm. And um, so you were saying, oh, you know, the golf. Why does it go from seven to nine? And I just was like, I don't mean to crush you, but like that was in my special from 2014. By the way, 100. percent It's a time. It's a timeless issue. It's a timeless issue, and it it, it either. I, my joke was something like it can either go from three to 13 hours. Yes, because they can play fast sometimes 100%. if they want. Yeah, but there's no way for you to really know. And then, then there's then lunch. There, then there's lunch, and then there's drinks, mm-hmm. and then if they're into it, they oftentimes can get away with doing another nine yep. without paying for it. Oh, is that why? Yes, or whatever. They right. can go longer. Right. And so 
So when my kids were little, yes, it annoyed me that my husband of was course. gone. Now my kids play, my boys play with him. Oh, that's actually really nice. Yes, and I like to go, mm-hmm. and then I'll go with my sons, and I will have like a cocktail, of course, and I will like film them, and it's just like it's like my sons are like rock stars to me. Yeah. So any second I can have as they get older, and then my son will play two balls. He'll play Drake one ball and Drake two, and then I'm the second ball. Got it. So then I just go to the putting. Well, that was and my. Question because all some of the girls who are like you know golf wives are like listen I know it's horrible but I recently started playing because other than that I wouldn't see him all weekend and it's actually kind of fun so have you ever like gotten into it as a sport I'm just starting to do it with girls and let me tell you it is really fun so you do best ball which means you're not really competing then okay so you're kind of encouraging all the other girls because whatever further ball whatever the furthest right. ball is then you go oh, oh and so it goes real quick you only do nine holes you drink you have lunch and you're not you really don't care because you're like oh my god i'm glad your ball went further than mine right and so it's very friendly i could get into the lunch i think yes. that the lunch sounds amazing like yes i love a country club lunch club sandwich fries diet coke vibe iced oh. tea Arnold Palmer. Yeah, very like Palm Springs. I know you're a Palm Springs queen. Yes, I'm, yes, I'm going I to La Quinta sounds, today. You're, every time I'm with you, you're like, I'm going to La Quinta after this. My sister lives there. I'm oh. like you. I, I oh. have a, I'm close to my sister. Yes. And she's been there for 25 years. And I never realized every time I visited her until now that she has led a superior lifestyle to mine. Wow. Living in L.A. But uh, I never thought I could live there because right. I was, you know, trying Working. to be a su- successful a star. star. And now, of course, it doesn't matter where you live. So. And now you are a star. Yeah. So but I still have my house here. So it's all yeah. good. Yes. That sounds fabulous. I just, I love, like, following you and your life. I feel like you have such a, really like a goals type of life, you know? I need to hear from people like you and Heidi because I, I got sucked into um, reading The Hate. Oh God! And they Why? God, the haters hate my happy life. Oh, they same. hate my happy life. And I, I find that the happier <laughs> I am, especially like these days, I'm so happy in like my fitness and health journey. Yes. People yeah. hate me so much fucking more. Oh. Like, so if anything, it should make you feel good. That it's always, it's like, uh, it's opposite. The happier you are, the more hate you get. They run yes. parallel, so it's and, good. And you, like me, love to sing. Love to sing. And um, would you they, like to? They def- definitely don't like us singing. They don't no. like us dancing. I like to dance. I like, and I do dance like an old lady sometimes in too short of a skirt and I like it (laughs) I like it too it gives Ramona energy I love it and there's a lot that could be learned from Ramona god enjoy your life I didn't know that you love to sing can you maybe do a little something for us um would you like my karaoke song or my childhood song childhood okay the sun will come out tomorrow bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be sun heather when i'm stuck with a day that's gray <laughs> wait i'm shook your voice is so good meanwhile the toasters are like we did not think we were gonna get <laughs> the singing again oh my god wait i'm shocked your voice is like amazing I think it's okay. I also think I oftentimes are off key, but like I sometimes my sister just goes, "You're just loud," and I you just love to it. sing. I can belt it. Love. I do. Yes, I do like to sing. But when you, but like again, my kids don't enjoy it. Of course, nobody enjoys it. Of course, but me and you. And but I was thinking about driving over here about how you like, and I was thinking about how you. I was listening to your the show yesterday with your sisters, mm-hmm. and they were like, you know, and if if you know. If, she, if Taylor wants to go to Kelsey's, you know, games to support him. And I was like, oh, and, you know, he can always go to her concerts. But as a female stand-up or as a stand-up at all, it's like your significant other 
can't go to every show like you can a rock show. Right. Like, you could go to every single whatever, Red Hot Chili Pepper show <laughs> forever, yeah. hear the same songs over and over. But, like, for us, I remember one time when Chelsea was breaking up with her boyfriend at the time, and she goes, yeah, but, like, I can't imagine dating someone, and then, what, they're just going to come to my show and hear the same jokes over <laughs> No, it's so true. Like, That's no reason to stay with somebody. No. But you also don't have to have them come every time. Well, my last tour, because Ben's, like, full-time job is working on Spritz, our wine, and that was one of um, the tour sponsors. So Ben, for work, came with me to every single show. And he actually didn't get annoyed or, like, felt like it was repetitive. He thought he could do better. He's like, you know, next time you're out there, he's giving me notes. I'm like, excuse me? I'm like, you shut your mouth right now. He's like, you know, you really need to work on this 10 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah, so it can I have do, an adverse effect. Yes, I definitely don't want my husband, Peter. Um, I barely want him to come to the shows. Really? Well, also, he has white hair now, and so he's pretty distinctive looking. Yeah. So there was a few times he came, and the Juicy Scoopers attacked. We're like, and, and I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't want him to get a big head. It's already big physically. As, and I was like, yeah. I don't need you to now feel like you're the star, too. Well, as two female stars yeah. who are married, yes. we definitely have this kind of responsibility almost to protect our significant others right. and I don't know if it's the same for you like whenever Ben is a part of like TikToks or he comes on the podcast like he'll be on tomorrow the girls love him so so much and it's like I'm over here doing the most doing backflips for laughs and Ben's just sitting there like making one moronic joke and they're like oh my god Ben is the best we need Ben more I'm like I'm literally working so hard that is so funny yeah I think that um no, we, we, so, yes, I don't want any notes. Mm -hmm. And I remember that early on. I thought I, I did all this new stuff, and he happened to be there. Mm -hmm. And I was so excited to hear how great he must have thought it was. <laughs> and it wasn't. And then yeah. after that, I was like, you know what? I kind of don't think I want you there anymore. Anymore. Unless you're, like, actually doing something because we're, like, filming it. Right. Other than that, like, and I kind of feel the same way with my friends. And my friends yes. have been so wonderful, my high school and college friends, especially in their early years of when, like, coming to the shows yeah. and blah, 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 blah. And then I went to one dinner, and this girl goes, and I go, oh, I've had such a great show. I did all this new material. And she goes, oh, good, because if I have to hear those stories about <sighs> Peter again. And it literally made me, like, switch to yeah. the point where I was like, I never want my friends to come again. Yeah. It's also just more <laughs> awkward. I would rather perform for a room of 10,000 strangers Me too. than 20 people I know. I get in my head about everything. Yeah, of course. And I was like that even when I was starting. Even if it wasn't my material, I would do a show with all these women. Mm -hmm. And this one girl had a really funny herpes bit about okay. the commercial for herpes. <laughs> and I had a couple friends that had the herpes, you know. Ooh. And I specifically wouldn't invite them to those shows if that girl was performing yeah. because I couldn't, like... I, would worry, mess you up. I worry about people's feelings. Of course. And so one day, I'm about to go on stage, and I go, oh, fuck. Like, I forgot that this girl's doing her herpes bit, and my two herpes friends are the oh, audience. two herpes friends. And I look out, and they're laughing harder than anyone. Oh. And that's when I realized I have I can't be such a— Control um, freak. But what is it when you're— um, when you're carrying what codependent, I can't be codependent about my audience yeah. anymore or my friends or whatever. But when you have people you really know and you know their history or like all of a sudden you start to do a joke about like whatever, 
if I was a widow or blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And then I realized, oh, my God, my friend really is a widow. Right. Like, I just, it's so. But those are the types of people who actually need to hear those jokes. Yes, For yes. most of the time, like, those are the people who love it the, love most. It the yeah. most and like the herpes thing. So, yeah, that's interesting. But the husband element and just, like, people I know, please, seriously, stay the fuck away. Don't come support. I don't need you. It's horrifying. Especially because, and for you, too, I'm sure you talk so much about your marriage and just, like, personal yes. things. And for strangers to know about my marriage, it's okay. Yes. For my in-laws, no. I'm like, please, don't come. Please. My mother-in-law, she loves the jokes about her son. She does? She loves it more than anyone. <clears throat> the last show I did, she did come to it because it was in San Diego. Mm -hmm. And she brought, like, her ladies from her right. place. And I don't care. She She's the best mother-in-law in the world. I have and a great mother-in-law, too. She would pick me over her son, I think, any day. Oh, you know what? I have an amazing <laughs> mother-in-law. I got to ask her who she would pick, me or Ben. I do think she would pick Ben, which can be understandable. But I'm a delight. Mm-hmm. You know? You are a delight. We are going to do um, pop culture, of yes, course, because that it. is your beat. I want to know before we dive in, like, what are stories right now, like ongoing developing stories that you're obsessed with? I mean, the main ones, yeah. you know. Um, I, I've got, I'm on my drive down, I am going to download the audio of Jada's book because you I are. need to hear. Like I need, I'm hearing all the clips. Yes, and I'm seeing all the the stories. Yeah, and she's sounding like a real asshole. And I'm like, maybe if I listen to it in her voice, I'll either a not feel like she's, or she'll be more of an asshole. But most likely, I'll be able to imitate it. So yeah. I just would like to hear the cadence of her voice talking about Pac. Yeah, because she doesn't Pac. call him too Pac. She calls him Pac. Pac. Yeah. I just saw a clip of her on Jay Shetty, and she was like, "Well, you know." Um, Pac didn't like anybody I dated, but when I dated Will, I didn't hear anything from Pac. Pac was, Pac was okay with me dating Will. Pac. I'm like, what is this? Because I saw this other girl do like a timeline, and everyone's like, I think she's bullshitting about oh. him asking her to marry him during Rikers because he was engaged to somebody right. else. And like, I don't know. I'm kind of obsessed, and I've been obsessed with them, with her being an arrogant asshole for years. I do. I do agree that. It's hard to know when somebody's getting so much press and they're coming off of an, as annoying if they themselves are an annoying person or if it's like all the clickbait and the media making them annoying. I think that happens a lot. Then you find this person annoying and then years later you're like, wait, why did I feel like they were annoying? They're a nice person. And it's hard to know if like she's getting just so much press to right. the point where we all are annoyed with her or is she being annoying? And also, like, I think because it's, you know, because the world is in such incredible pain and turmoil. Right. There isn't that much pop culture, it's and she, it kind of was a perfect storm in a positive way to, to, to get this press for herself. That's very true. People you are know, just, like, there, dying just to, isn't a lot, to talk know? about mindlessness. Yeah, and I feel like even, like, the, the New York Post and stuff are like, okay, we got to put in something dumb right now. Yeah. Like, I mean, some of the dumb articles I've seen are like, wow, you're yeah. really— the bar is love for yeah, journalism. Yeah, like what? The story is like 10 years old and you're just bringing it up or, you know. You know, we do a segment on the toast yes. called Kelly's Mindless News. Yes. Because a few years ago I realized there has never been a piece of journalism published about Kelly Ripa that was anything substantial. It's always just like, I saw one today. <gasps> I love that and I'm obsessed with Kelly. And, so I uh, wanted yes, to know yes, like yes. what your thoughts on that saga. I saw one today that was like, they shared, especially now that they're hosting their show together, yes. there's so much more mindless news. And they shared like this crazy story about how they were, you know, eating peppers and it got in their vagina. Like it's just always so dumb. It's the, I mean, the fact that the fact that they constantly talk about their sex life. It's a lot. I just this is what I think happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, okay. I think Ryan. <laughs> I think it was a mutual goodbye for Ryan. Okay. I actually don't think he quit. I've actually heard some stuff that it was a mutual goodbye. I could see that he's very busy. Busy and 
over it. And maybe it wasn't he wasn't completely um in you know, behaving properly. Got it. Whatever. Got it. So um I think at that point, they're like, why are we making our life difficult? Mm -hmm. Why give her another host that she is going to push out? Yes, in three years. Yeah. Let's, you know, she can work, do this for another 15. With she could husband. be Regis. They yep. could, she could be 85 doing the show. Yeah. If we get the husband, fine. So they get the husband, and they're really, he's, you know, so then all of a sudden they're just going, talk more about your life. They love it. Talk more about the sex life. Talk. I mean, I don't know if they having, I wouldn't be surprised if they haven't fucked in 10 years. Honestly, like, I love that. It's like so it's when you talk much. about it so much, it's like, why are we talking about this so much? What are you trying to hide? And oh, and you know what bothered me the other day? Yeah. Is she um, was there and the daughter was there, Lola. Mm -hmm. And she goes, oh, and then he said something about his dad. And then she's like, oh, Lola's here. Oh, she said she if she would sit in the audience that I promised not to bring her up or put the camera on her. Oh, well, I lied. And the girl's sitting there and I'm like, I'm going like on this huge campaign in the last couple months I know about, about people using their kids for content, not respecting their privacy, whether it's on a TikTok or whether you're 20 yep. and you went to your mom's show yep. and you just were like, I don't want to be on camera. I landed on that side of TikTok too about like family channels and how oh. really overexposing and, and a lack of privacy the kids have, even even like infants. Yes. You know, you're a couple hours postpartum and you're filming your baby. I, I, I've been into, I've been reading about that too. And I'm just like, I'm so grossed out by it. I'm like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. God, she's, you've already used her for so much content saying that she walked in on you doing doggy style. Oh my God. That, you know, like, we, God. Yeah. yeah, no, I agree. That's like a thing. I think it's a very small movement that a lot of people are starting to get behind because especially when like the, with influencers and content creators, when their whole brand is about the kids, it becomes like a really toxic lifestyle where, you know, you're relying on the kids to pay the bills mm -hmm. and it's really, um, it's it's not right. And here's the thing as, as someone who has kids that are older now, my youngest is uh, 17. They listen like when I was talking about my kids in my stand up, I said, none you guys can never see my stand up mm -hmm. until you're 16. And they're like, why? And I go, because you won't care when you're six. You won't care that I talk about your Hot Wheels yeah. being parked next to a shit because it fell in the <laughs> toilet when you're taking a dump. You won't care when you're much 16. older yeah. you'll find that funny but when it's happening right then you know what i mean yep. like these kids won't care when they're 30 that their mom and dad talked on a talk show about fucking all the time right but in right the now, moment <clears throat> at 20 sorry no you're fine <clears throat> right now at 20 it's like it's awful yeah no i it's embarrassing agree. so that's when i was looking for stories this morning that came across i'm like i need to know what heather thinks about Kelly they're Rippa. so annoying and i will <laughs> i still need to know and i think you've talked about this too mm-hmm and listen, it's annoying because some people question about why I'm not friends with people anymore. As right. if everyone's friends with some people they met in first grade. Yeah. But I do want to know what happened with Jerry Seinfeld's wife and Kelly Ripa. Is there drama there? They used to be really close and now they're not. Oh my God, I, that's like a side of the world I, I, I didn't follow. Where do you sleuth on the internet? Like when you're being like looking for gossip, would you go to TikTok? Where do you go? I love the TikTok. You do? Yeah. Me too. Like I woke up, early, woke up at like 2.36 today. Yeah. For, I went back to bed. But I did a solid hour. Yeah. It's on the so toxic. On the talk. Honestly, I don't know who I would be without the talk, but I think I would be a better person. I'm like, Heather, stop, stop. Turn it I off. Can't. Turn it off. It's turn an it off. addiction. And then even when you hear that thing, you've been scrolling way too long. I'm like, shut up. You know you have a problem when you get that thing multiple times yeah. a day. Like, hey, you've been scrolling for a while. Maybe take a but walk. But I do find really good 
interesting stuff, stuff. especially for the podcast yeah, We're yeah. So, it's our job to like know everything and make stuff up so yes. we need to be on tiktok exactly so we're gonna dive into the fast five stories and heather i just have one final question for you are you ready to deliver the fast five stories that you need to know Absolutely. Today's episode of The Toast is brought to you by State Farm. The State Farm Personal Price Plan helps you create a plan that gives you options so you get an affordable price. And it comes with a lot of benefits like the coverage you want, a policy that helps cover what's important to you, and most importantly, an affordable price just for you. Because after all, life is just better when you can personalize your experiences. Think about it like this. What do your music playlists, podcast feeds, and social media scrolls all have in common? Well, spoiler alert, they're a reflection of you. We all know my social media is full of these days, like the girl on Ozempic, um, lots of true crime recently, but it's so personal, you know, it's the algorithm, it knows me so well. So me and Jackie, we're such different girls, right? We have such different needs on social media, and we have such different insurance needs, and that's what's so fabulous about the State Farm Personal Price Plan. That's what it has in common. It gives you options to help you personalize your coverage so that you can protect what you care about most, and all at an affordable price just for you, so you can see more of yourself reflected in everything you love. So Jackie and I, you know, we're two girls, we host a podcast together, we have all the same thoughts, all the same life experiences, but even our insurance insurance needs are so different, and State Farm gets that, because you know, Jackie's a homeowner, she's a Tesla, you know, that, that changes things. I don't have a Tesla. So, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Let me say that one more time. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. I'm coming for Jake's neck. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Again, call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Today's episode is also brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms it's 2023 you need a website whether you run an e-commerce site whether it's for your job whether you have a side hustle or you're a photographer a videographer you could showcase your gorgeous work you need a website and it can be a really intimidating thing to do because a lot of people spend like a lot of money with fancy companies to have a gorgeous website made but thanks to Squarespace you don't have to do that so whatever you're looking for on Squarespace there is a product feature for you so whether you want to create an online store sell custom merch, uh, showcase a video collection, an asset library. And the best part is that you're, if you're using Squarespace for e-commerce, like to sell anything, they also have a point, in, point of sale. So you can sell in person by connecting to a Square Reader to the Squarespace app, and you'll keep your orders, your inventory, your customer data all in sync with your online store. So there's no reason not to have a stunning website because Squarespace is easy, it's accessible, and you can do it all on your own. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. And I know what you're saying, Turdy, why should we trust you? Oh, I don't know. I was a blogger. I built many websites in my days, and I've used a lot of different services, a lot of different companies. I can tell you Squarespace is the real deal. Their flexible website templates are stunning. They will look professional, and it will be just you and your computer, and there's nothing better than that. So again, head to squarespace.com for that free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com toast to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. All right, our first story, I'm I'm obsessed with this whole saga, but I also do want to get your take on Travis Kelsey and okay. Taylor Swift. But the latest update is that he bought a $6 million mansion in Kansas City that has more privacy as his romance with Taylor Swift has been heating up. So the tight end, uh, 
and Taylor have been enjoying frequent rendezvous in the recent weeks. On Tuesday, he signed on the dotted line to close the deal, making him the new owner of a plush pad that boasts a waterfall, swimming pool, mini golf, etc. For only six million, I want to. So wanna, Kansas City. I want to kill myself living here in LA. But Go what's, on. Fo- what's so funny is that up until this point, his house it was a, a million dollar home, which I imagine in Kansas City is still very lovely. Mm-hmm. But it definitely lacked any sort of privacy. For Taylor can't just like roll up to the curb in a suburban neighborhood and, yes. and walk in. So I'm sure this one has a gate and everything. He's leveling up his lifestyle, and honestly, I respect do we the commitment. Really, okay, do we really think now the sisters? who are my sisters too, your sisters, yes. were saying that um, they think that it's been going on longer than we know about. And I I don't know, but he could have certainly been looking for yes. a bigger, more established home for a year. For who a while. Knows? Yeah, because yeah. he's making a lot of money. He's won the Super Bowl twice. Yes. He can live in a home that costs more than a million dollars. I don't necessarily agree that it's been going on longer than, than we know, especially because he's in such an interesting inflection point in his life where he is in the news every single day and he's forced to kind of speak on it because he has a weekly podcast and I can't think of someone in recent memory who's ever been like so a part of the cultural zeitgeist and then forced to speak on it all the time you know on it on his show that's about his life as a podcaster yourself was there any moment in that you were a little jealous of the fact that they of course uh, is that even a question? I'm also like a deeply jealous I, person. I, I know that they already had like a good show going because they're brothers and they had the cute mom it and the popular. Super Bowl, all yeah. that stuff. But I was like, I mean, the perfect storm. No. Are you kidding me? I mean, like, you and I are out here on the daily. Sweating our Doing the most. Yes. Spreading our legs. And this yeah. man just comes in and has the number one podcast. It's only a year old. No, I'm jealous and I'm upset. I, complete, I, I think that's okay to say. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I don't think it's been going on longer because he really couldn't have gotten away with it. And we've every time like there's an update in their relationship, we know about it. So my thing, and I said it a few weeks ago, is I do think this is it. You do? I do. Elaborate. I think that she's so pragmatic in her life. Mm-hmm. She is such a good girl. She yeah. has done everything right. And I think this final tour, sure, she could go back and do another tour, but I could also think she could be like... I'm ready to put it down for a while. Yeah. And I'm 30. What is she, like 32? Yeah, 33. And I think she that's an appropriate time to start like having kids mm-hmm. without having a lot of issues or being too old or being too young. Mm-hmm. And I think she's ready to do it. And I think she really likes him. And yeah. I think she wants the normalcy yeah. of, you know, his best friend is his brother. His yeah. mom isn't. It's a, And it's not an actor or a singer. So I think it's going to happen. I mean, I think at first, for me, it was so a rebound fling like very not serious but the more I see really she seems so happy and I agree I do think she she's not a girl who wants to you know run around with a million guys she's very much she was in a six-year relationship she's super family oriented and I agree I think that's kind of uh the big like in the beginning what they really had in common I mean her mom literally looks like his mom they, and, they're twins and like you know yeah when she would speak about her mom and everything and mm-hmm. I don't think her mom was having daiquiris with her in the eighth grade like Britney's <laughs> so I think she and her mom have a solid solid relationship I agree and I think so yes. much of Taylor be like staying a really nice normal person has to do with the fact that like throughout the entirety of her career her mom has been at her side for every major moment highs lows yes and I think she's a really um good example of like you know good family values yeah. you know and I could see it. I could see this being it. I I, I know it sounds crazy, but I I don't disagree. And I'm also going to go out on a limb 
just going to be shocking for 2023. Mm-hmm. I think she will get married before she gets pregnant. Oh, you think she'll be a very traditional? Yes. I could see that. I think they'll get married as a surprise. We won't even know. Mm. It'll be one of those, like, you thought you were going to a birthday party. Yep. But it was, oh, you know, 100 wedding. people wedding. Yep. And that is going to happen before May of this year. Wow. I mean, May of, yeah, May of 2024. Okay. I guess yeah. we'll have to watch this episode in May of 2024 <laughs> and see if Heather McDonald was right. I really I would do, love that. I really do need someone to mark my um You need to keep a, a ledger. Yeah. Yeah. What have you successfully predicted? Oh, my God. There's been a bunch. I can't think of one. But my latest one, I did say before Joan, who got had to leave The Golden Bachelor, mm-hmm. before that happened, I said on my show, there's a blonde with a very good facelift who's about 60. And I think she's going to be The Golden Bachelorette. And they're going to bring younger guys, like between 50 and like 65, right. to court her. And then she left right. the next episode she left to be with her daughter and so maybe she'll make a grand return and then i will have that in the bank that that was one prediction but a lot of my predictions have come true and oh, I'm some pulling have not. for you some have not no of course that's part of this job like making stuff up throwing <laughs> shit at the wall and some of it sticks and you're like look at me i'm a genius and then you don't talk about like the other thousand things oh, that yeah were, were there's set. so many that have not there's 100%. so many like relationships and stuff that i've called that are not true and so overall like yes. do you like this coupling of totally Taylor? me too totally yeah. it's just also fun to see like really hot rich young people being young hot and rich and not weird and not weird. and not making their girlfriend wear nylons up to their nipples and giving blowjobs on boats in vienna and walking around or wearing weird outfits for attention yeah. or just you know it's no. so true there's so much um, normalcy in this relationship yes i love it I, i'm back to bring bring, bring the back, normies bring back normalcy i completely agree yeah <laughs> um okay our next story is like major if you're into true crime yes for me it's major because I think a lot of girls my age, this story, like, changed our childhoods. Right. You know, when a lot of us were, like, 15, 16, 17, and, you know, people were going on spring break, and then Natalie Holloway happened, everyone's parents, like, this shook the world. So how old were you when this happened? That's a good question. So you would have been, like, in in high school. I I was in fifth grade, so Olivia was in, like, was entering high school. So this was just a story that stuck with my generation and our parents. So remind everybody what happened. So Natalie Holloway went missing... And was, you know, did they ever find her body? She was just presumed dead. No, they never found the body. When she went on spring break in Aruba in 2005. And it was just this major true crime. It was this insane mystery. People had their theories. And now, what is it, 20 years later? It's been a long time coming. But Beth Holloway finally knows what happened to her daughter, Natalie, in Aruba back in 2005. Jordan Vandersloot, the now 36-year-old man believed to be responsible for Natalie Holloway's death, pled guilty Wednesday in a Birmingham federal courtroom to wire fraud and extortion charges. As a part of the plea deal, Vandersloot agreed to tell Beth Holloway how her daughter died and where her body was stashed. Natalie went missing on a high school graduation trip to the Dutch Caribbean island. Vandersloot was the last person to be seen with Natalie. Though he was a suspect from the beginning, Aruba authorities never managed to build a case. In the U.S., however, federal prosecutors in Alabama had charged him with extortion and wire fraud in 2010, while he was already in prison in Peru for killing a college student, Stephanie Flores, in his hotel room in Lima. In the indictment, the U.S. government said 
said that Vandersloot had attempted to get $250,000 from Beth Holloway in exchange for information and details in Natalie's death. Today, the United States held Jordan Van Vandersloot accountable for his scheme to exploit a mother looking for information about her missing daughter, the U.S. attorney said in a statement. For Beth Holloway, it wasn't the guilty plea she would have liked to see. She said, I can tell you with certainty that after 18 years, Natalie's case is solved as far as I'm concerned. It's over. It's over. Jen Jordan Vandersloot is no longer the suspect in my daughter's murder. He is the killer. Um, and now a but, judge but sentenced him to 20 years in U.S. federal prison. And But first, he has to return to Peru to finish his sentencing over there. If he serves more than 20 years there, he will not need to return to the U.S. to finish his sentence for extortion and wire fraud. So in the extortion... It doesn't seem enough. It doesn't seem enough. He should be till the day he dies. So he's being... He has now been charged for extortion and wire fraud, not for murder, but in the... Uh, evidence for the murder, I mean, for the extortion, he is on record. There's an audio taping say that he, saying that he did it. Okay, so, I mean, what was so awful about this, because I remember, of you know, is that it was, you know, they went on the college trip. There were uh, lots of parents that went, mm -hmm. and she was out with friends, got a drink, met some guy in a lobby, like, saw her. I mean, the amount of, like, 2020s and stuff that was on this. Insane. And here they had this person that was so, so, so suspicious, everything, and then he goes and kills some other girl. Right. And so does time for that. But what I think is so amazing is that I feel like what I really want to see is the documentary on this now. Yeah. Because um, you know what my son said the other day? He mm. was like about the um, serial killer in Long Island. He goes, oh, I'm kind of bummed we know who it is. I wish they would have held it till after the Netflix doc. I go, life doesn't work like the Netflix no. doc. And also, but that's how they know. Th it's, they're like, I won't enjoy this Netflix doc now. But that's like, also like the weirdness of true crime, especially yeah. like true crime podcasts. Like people whose job it is to like, and I said for a while, the fact that like Morbid, that huge podcast yeah. is in comedy. Yeah. It's, true crime is weird because it's become a form of entertainment. While really, I think a lot of the times forgetting like, Real, this is a, was a 16-year-old girl, her whole life in front of her, a beautiful girl. Like, it's an unmistakable tragedy. And it becomes, like, commercialized. It's crazy. But I, what I think is so interesting is I want to see if the mother solicited this fraud to get him. Interesting. Because I'm like, this was the thing. Had he not done this, right. then she wouldn't know that. And then I, I read that he bludgeoned her. Oh. But... I do. Well, I guess we still don't know where the body is. Right. So whatever information she got, she maybe she knows finding the body in a tangible way is probably not going to happen. It was probably thrown out to sea or right. something. And so obviously it's not buried somewhere right. that she can go. Go pick. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's um, a terrible story. And I just can't believe like in my lifetime, like as I remember this, I was so young, but it took the whole country by storm. Everyone was talking about it. That now we're still talking about it. And 20 years later, I feel like we never get resolution on these cases like, you know, John Binet. These cases that take the world by storm. We never get, like, full concrete evidence or resolution. And it's really just so crazy that, that we do. And think about if you're the mom, one of the moms that was the chaperone. Ugh. Not that it's your fault. No. These kids are 18. They can drink at 18 at right. that island. That's why they chose it. But it, like, makes me say I would never want to volunteer for that. Really? Yeah. I would you never, never did that for your sons? No, I never wanted to be that, like, I, I don't, the only thing scarier than losing your own child is losing someone, someone else's. Else. Oh my God, totally. I mean, I'd honestly rather be on watch when my child gets kidnapped than on watch for someone else's. Of course. Because it's just. The responsibility. Yeah. yeah. So this is just like a crazy turn of events. I can't believe, um, like, we finally got the resolution of something that just felt like forever we were never going to know. Do you remember truly. when she started dating JonBenet's dad? 
Who did? The mother. The Holloway mother dated John Bonet's dad. That's crazy. Because his wife passed. Right. And they dated briefly. Yeah, I don't think it was serious, but it was it was a dating situation. I mean, I imagine these are two people who have a lot in common, but and that's met, really crazy. Yeah. It's like awful, but like, yeah. That's fucking weird. It's, it is weird, but then, you know, people meet up, you know. But no, 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 and you can't help, you know, who you yeah. love. Yeah, Our next story is so fucking funny. Alex Earl, the TikToker, is getting yes. dragged for saying she looks like a mom on pickup duty when she's in reality wearing mini shorts and heels. So moms on social media are poking fun at influencer Alex Earl after she joked about wearing heels to pick up her future kids. So she shared a clip of herself getting dressed for a football game, throwing on a pair of very small mini shorts and white pumps and a very tight um, bodysuit. And she said, I feel like a mom picking up her kids from school, she declared, while rocking an orange bodysuit, an aqua cap and tiny Jimmy Choo purse. She said, I don't know why a mom would be dressed like this to go pick her kids up from school, but that's what I'm going to be dressed like. And of course, like actual moms flocked to stitch the TikTok being like, no, this is actually what we wear. Uh, and they're literally like looking like haggard in ripped sweatpants, dirty T-shirts, and their hair is in a bun. They look nothing like Alex Earl, who is tanned to perfection, wearing the tightest clothes on planet Earth and heels. Okay, so is this girl like like an insane genius? Like, was this planned no. out? no. What is this? That's the thing about Alex Earl. I don't Earl. think this is particularly interesting or funny, but the fact that all these people are talking about it, then she scored, right? Yes. So I I don't think it's planned. I think that's really kind of the magic of Alex Earl. Okay. And why I think she's like one in a million, and, and there's so many TikTokers, and nobody nobody cares about them as much as they care are about Alex Earl. Are people enjoying her show? Um, I It's very new. I feel like... It's hard to tell, you know, the success of a podcast. That's what's so interesting about podcasts. I'm sure you know me and Jackie talk about this all the time. Yeah. You know, a YouTuber, you know, your numbers are public, your subscriptions are public. With TikTok, I mean, with podcasts, it's really hard to know if someone's podcast is killing it. And that's, we, we have a, a recently started keeping a list of all the celebrities and influencers who started podcasts and never finished them, you know? So, you know, that's one of my favorite things is to hear that it's, I sometimes I just go and look mm -hmm. and I'll be like, what happened to that? Per and then I'll see. Oh, last episode was May of 2022. Yep. Well, I guess you, you guess you ran everyone. out of stories. Right. Guess you ran out of friends. So only time will <laughs> tell. You know, everyone's podcast is popular when it launches. Right. And a, a great example of that, and when we started making this list, I totally forgot. Remember when Ashley Graham had a podcast? Kim was on it. Yeah, what happened with that? Hasn't released an episode in over a year. Yeah, because she ran out of friends, and she got tired of it. Right. It's and, hard work. And whoever convinced her to do it, oh, you can sit on your bed and talk to your dog on a right. Tuesday night, and you're going to make a million dollars a month. Right. Who the hell wouldn't do that? Right. But it's like, yeah. And with everybody also having a podcast, you can't really rely on my celebrity guest. Right. It's unfiltered. Right. It's la, 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 la. Like, we've all heard it. Like, yeah. you got to be able to be different. Yes. So, time will only tell. Like, the mm -hmm. true success of a podcast is in its longevity. Yes. And I think what spurred us to start that list was Emrata's podcast was canceled. I, I did hear that she is going to continue doing it elsewhere. <laughs> But I'm not sure. But the thing is, I think a lot of people also start a weekly podcast and were like, this is going to be easy money. I could talk for an hour a week. It's a tremendous amount of work. It was. I even mean, weekly. And the amount, listen, for a, a, like a year and a half during COVID or two years, whatever, mm -hmm. <clears throat> these agents had nothing to do. Mm -hmm. So what they could do was convince their people and they could work deals and blah, blah, blah. And so podcast there was from an home. onslaught of it. And people were just throwing millions of dollars at people because they were like, oh, you have three million followers right. on Instagram? Yeah, but seeing you in a bikini 
doesn't different. mean we're going to also listen to you every, two days a week for an hour on our commute. So with so, the Alex Earl podcast, yes. I do want to say, I think there is potential oh, there. Yeah, totally. And I think she leads a very interesting life that a lot of people can relate to, but then a lot of people can't, but they find it fascinating and, and almost uh, aspiring, you know? Like, well, listen, when it starts to dip, she's got to have the stepmother on. For the tell-all about how her stepmother was a call girl or a sex worker, whatever you want to call it today, for this governor or something. Yeah, for Elliot Spitzer. Yeah. I so I was in high school at the time and Elliot Spitzer's apartment was right by my high school and it was we would leave school and the streets were closed. It was I remember that time very specifically. I'm curious, did you hear Alex talk about it on Call Her Daddy? Oh, she did talk about she it? She did, she did. Oh, I think she was she very, shouldn't very... shouldn't have her load on that. She, she should have ve- saved it. For her own podcast. Yeah. She was very nervous. It's probably like... No, she should have the mom on, though. Had the stepmom on for yeah. that, for her own. And she has said in interviews that, like, in her, you know, recent surge in public life, her stepmom has actually been really helpful. Like, mm-hmm. she has enormous experience dealing with this type of stuff. But it was really interesting to hear her talk about it. I think she was incredibly nervous. She was... Um, because this is not, really not her story to tell. She wasn't, you know, with the governor. It's like it was other well, people also, in her life. Also, I've heard that, you know, there might have been maybe the maybe the stepmom, maybe her dad wasn't and the mom weren't totally broken up. No, she said on the podcast. When the stepmom came in. She oh, no. cheated. The dad cheated. Okay. She said that very um, clearly on the podcast. It was, I thought it was crazy that she was talking about it. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess I, time will like, tell about the podcast. Yeah, and then she's dating a football player too, right? Yes. So I think people look at that and it's like, oh my God, like, it's just so fun to see someone so young and skinny and perfect looking just having this, like, the ride of their lives, you know? Do you feel like she's like the Kardashian of our time? Like, how everyone no. was obsessed with Kim? And like they like Kim was Kim was refreshing. Yes, because she was curvy and had brown hair. Mm-hmm. Okay, we hadn't seen someone with brown hair and curves in years. Like oh my god! Like she still was like a size two, but yeah. everyone was like freaking out. Yeah, and that she was had inter interracial relationships. So that was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. And now I, I'm like I kind of feel like well this girl showed that she has a messy apartment and right. everyone like fucking like jacked off to it. Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily think of her as the Kim Kardashian because I think it, especially when she did her episode on Call Her Daddy and and you see on TikTok she's tagging her sister and they're trying to bring other people into the fold. But I don't know if it's having the same sort of effect that the Kardashians did. Like once you met Kim and then you met all the sisters, like it was like you couldn't get enough of them collectively. And I, I think it's I don't think that the same thing's happening with the family. What about the t- the t- other TikTokers, the Demonicos or whatever? Demilios. Demilios and who's the other girl? Addison. Yes. What's going on with those people? Addison has taken like a major leave of absence from public life. Her family, her parents were like out here embarrassing themselves and making TikToks and cheating. And it was like really bad. Oh, right. Oh, I interviewed, I interviewed the girl that was dating the dad. Yes. And I actually didn't release it. Oh. Because I felt that she, her story would not be well received and it wouldn't be good for her. Interesting. Yeah. Well, Addison took a lot of time off after that because it was like embarrassing and I think it was a lot. And I think she made a lot of money and she got really famous and she just needed some time. She's slowly making her way back to public life. She is acting. Good. She did that Netflix movie and now she's in that um, Eli Roth uh, horror movie, Thanksgiving. That's what she should do. Yeah. Like, why, you've got your money. Why don't you actually pursue something Besides dancing. Right. You know, like the dancing's not going to last. And the dancing was a 
2020 trend. It's true. And the D'Amelio girlies, they have that reality show. They're very commercial. You know, they do yeah. Dancing with the Stars. They have a line at Target. They have a line at Abercrombie. They have lines everywhere, lines here, lines there. What they, happened with their reality show? I watched that for a minute. I watched the first season. It was beyond depressing. I think it was... <laughs> actually really indicative of the mental health crisis in this country like i think these are two young beautiful fabulous girls with every opportunity and they are miserable yeah and so it was actually a very it wasn't a super interesting show but i think it was very interesting because that's what goes on in the minds of young people now yeah and it was dark right and now the second season just came out and i, I wasn't i'm not watching it no i'm okay yeah Okay, good. Well, um, good for Alex. Today's episode is also brought to you by Quince. We love high-end luxury goods as much as the next person, but our wallet is not on the same page. That was until we found Quince. Quince is our go-to for luxury essentials at prices within reach. So Quince creates timeless cl classics that never go out of style. You'll have them in your closet forever. Their capsule wardrobe must-haves like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters from $50 to washable silk tops and dresses and flattering pants make putting together any outfit that much easier. The best part is that all Quince items are profit priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. So by partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love. We're also, you know, in our wardrobe building era. I'm all about capsule wardrobe. I learned about it on TikTok, and that means investing in a, a few solid good pieces that you can wear a million different ways and have forever. So I have this gorgeous brown cashmere sweater from Quince that everybody uh, is always commenting on. I wear it on the toast like once a week and gorgeous black slacks. Like, just one good pair is all you need. So get affordable luxury with Quince. Go to quince.com slash toast for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash toast to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash toast and start looking fabulous. It's time. Like, we are looking fabulous these days, okay? Today's episode is brought to you by The Farmer's Dog. Theo is the most important person in my life, and I say that knowing my husband is sitting right next to me. Nobody tops Theo, and his health and well-being are the most important things, bar none. Like, it's not even a question. And when it comes to his food, we are a farmer's dog family. We switched to fresh, healthy dog food a little while ago, and there have been so many benefits. So the farmer's dog makes and delivers fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, it's nutritionally balanced, and it's made from real healthy ingredients to hum human food safety standards. It is the best options for dog at all life stages because it's not kibble, it's not canned goo, it's just real healthy food. Traditional dry and wet dog food options are highly processed, and they can use much lower quality ingredients than they claim to. And they are extremely difficult to portion accurately, so if your dog is yo-yoing, you know, getting heavy and then thin, it's hard to know exactly how much to feed them, and that's what the farmer's dog is so fabulous. They're taking all of the worry and they're delivering it straight to your door which is fabulous now there's so many benefits once you switch for theo number one issue was his breath like it was gross and it wasn't just dog breath gross it was like really something was wrong here gross and it's been so much better his sh uh coat is so shiny has so much energy and farmer's dog is great for any dogs whether you have a young dog a senior dog it's never a bad time to start investing in your dog's health because they keep you happy the least we can do is keep them healthy that's not a farmer's dog slogan but it sounds like one get 50 percent off your first box of fresh healthy food at thefarmersdog.com toast plus you'll get free shipping 
Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash toast. Thefarmersdog.com slash toast to get 50% off your first box and free shipping. Our next, good for Alex, yeah. I agree. It's, it's nice to see like a- uh, Keep doing you. Keep doing you. Yeah. All right, our next story. Kris Jenner may bring Meghan Markle and Prince Harry into the Kardashian fold, reports say. Meghan and Prince Harry could be making a potential cameo in Kris Jenner's hit family reality show, The Kardashians, according to report. Insiders close to the Duke and Duchess and the Jenners say that the momager is vying to get the exiled royals to appear in their hit Hulu show as their apparent friendship continues to evolve. It's no coincidence that the Kardashians all move in the same circles as Me- Meghan's new circle, an insider told Be- Bella Magazine. It's just a slam dunk for the two families to team up, but Chris doesn't want to push too aggressively too soon. Even if it's just a cameo, that's a huge win for Chris. The business side is now in motion and looking very lucrative. Rumored talks between the Sussexes and the Kardashians are reportedly still in the early stages. Jenner is committed to betting the Sussexes into her family's inner circle. I have thought it was bizarre that that since Meghan and Harry's moved to Hollywood, there hasn't been any sort of relationship with the Kardashians. Well, I mean, this would benefit the Kardashians a lot, mm-hmm. you know, because it, we don't really see Harry and and Megan like being themselves. Right. And after the bomb of the podcast yep. and everything else. That's another podcast that's on our list. Yes. And I was like, so what is next? Are right. we going to see them feed the chickens? Are we going to see her being like a real housewife planning a party for Lilibet or whatever? Right. Or 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 not? Because once you step in that reality shit, yep. you're not going to get any more acting roles. But maybe she doesn't want to learn lines and be an actress. She has be, said she doesn't think she'll return. You know, to I acting. mean, the beauty of being on a reality show is that you can be with your kids, you can be home. They yep. come to you. You have a salad, whatever. You have a salad. And um, so yeah, if that's something that she's thinking about, it's a total win win for both of them. So that we could see them being a little more normal maybe and then people would be like you know what i would like to see this reality show with them and see what happens yeah but i they, mean i would by the way they, like they are total grifters and social climbers though and they do you know like they'll meet someone at a party mm-hmm. and then harry will do the follow-up not right. her and he'll be like oh my wife was talking to you about your house in aspen we were thinking about going there next month and then they'd say, well, my God, stay, stay with stay right. at our place. Right. And then they go, oh, but how would we get there? Oh. Um, any chance you're going to be using your jet that weekend? No, we're not. Okay. Wow. And then all of a sudden the person, even though they're really rich, is like, and then they realize they're actually not that fun to talk to. Right. And so then they go, and now they have stink on them. So now the billionaires don't even want to take a photo with them anymore. But see, that's why I find it so shocking that they haven't hung out with the Kardashians. Like that up, like Kardashians are upper A list. Megan oh, yeah. and Harry are on their own level. I think I always say like they're on their own level. I think that's only similar to like the Obamas, you know, like kind of royalty politician energy. And you know, they went to Ellen's birthday. Kim, Chris was there. Like I feel like there have been many opportunities for them to have become friends or even just be spotted out at like, having dinner. Well, both Chris and Megan, I believe, are very good about meeting someone, doing the follow up, and becoming the friends. Right. She is excellent at that. Like the first time I was invited to Chris's Christmas party, I couldn't believe I was invited. Right, I'm like, of I course. just met this girl once at a at a luncheon. Right. And then I said to my this other girl that was invited, I go. Who the hell has a Christmas Eve party? No, everybody's with their family on Christmas Eve. Your Christmas your Christmas parties are like on the 16th. Right. You know, like something like that. And she goes, oh, no, Heather, you have to go. And this is when it was much smaller. She's like, you have to go. I'm like, what am I going to do with my kids? She goes, she's got elves to watch them. 
And I was How like, How old were your kids at the time? Oh, little, like baby, and then like a four and a seven year old. Wow. And I was like, okay, like this, like this is amazing. So, you know, now she's best friends with Lauren Sanchez, mm-hmm. who's engaged to Jeff Bezos. That's the way to go. Yeah. And like it is, and I remember when, um, when, Caitlin, who was Bruce at the time, mm-hmm. started flying helicopters For with fun. Mark Anthony in Hidden Hills. Okay. And that is when it was like, everything we planned for is working. Right. Now we're going to be friends with J-Lo. Right. So it all works out, and it makes friends. That It makes sense that these people would be friends. Right. They have the yachts. They have the billionaire friends. Planes. Billionaires want to hang out with billionaires. But I, I mean, I think besides just wanting the content for Hulu, I don't think Harry and Meghan are... They're no Lauren and Jeff Bezos. I would put my effort more in that relationship than that Mar- Meghan Markle. I agree. By the way, like I would be friends with Lauren and Jeff. They seem like a good time. <laughs> like I, the more I, the more they share. Yeah. The more I'm like, okay, their their announcement, like how we all found out they were dating, was such a bizarre time. Remember yeah. with the National Enquirer. But now that I've had time to digest, like I think they're a really cute couple. I really do. I've met Lauren many times really? years ago, and even before she got with Jeff. I started to write her because she was like, she's like, she's like a full helicopter pilot. Wow. She like knows how to fly helicopters. Oh, wow. And I was like, hey, remember me? Come on, Juicy Scoop. Come on. Then she's like dating Jeff, gets engaged. And then I was probably didn't speak that highly of the cheating that happened right. there because how can I? It was so juicy. Yeah. Um, I don't think she's coming on Juicy Scoop anytime soon. I but wouldn't wait I, by, the, by the phone <laughs> for her to call you back. I don't think it's happening. But... I love to see Chris Jetter at the birthday parties and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, me too. I like that friendship. But I want to say they were running around the same. They could have been friends 20 years ago and nobody tried. Of course. She didn't try to be friends with Chris and Chris didn't try to be friends with her. But of now course. it's a match made in heaven. That's always how it happens. And I just find it interesting that Megan and Harry have not infiltrated that group yet. Oh, I think they've tried. You think? I think they've tried and now maybe it'll happen. Right. You know? Um, I mean, it could, it could make sense. But I don't know that May. I think Megan still thinks she's above the Kardashians. Wow, really? Yes, I think she, at this time, because they have little kids, they could have had a play date. She could yes, be yes. hanging out with True and everything. The kids is a great way yes. to get Jessica Simpson and Kim. Yeah, but I don't know that. I think they all think of themselves as like, Too I don't good. need them, they need me. You know what? I actually could see that being the case. Yeah. Like both Kim and Megan, like not wanting to be the one to, to reach out. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. And they don't need to have play dates. They all have each other. And nannies. All the kids play with each other. Our fifth and final story is about my favorite person on the planet. It's Gwyneth Paltrow. Do you love Gwyneth Paltrow? Do you hate? I feel like you... Um, I think she... I really loved her movies. Yeah. I loved her movies. And I guess she was in something recently that was like a streaming show. Politician. Yes. And people said I would like it, so I have to watch that. It's good. Um... I mean, yeah, I think she's out of touch and everything. I mean... That's why we love her. Yeah. um, But, I mean, look what she's made. Good for her. No, and like with all the ridicule, like everything, she still, she came out on top with Goop valued over a billion dollars. Now, does she podcast? She does. Goop has a podcast. But is she like on it all the time or no? That's a good question. Or is it like people that work I don't think she's on it all the time. It's there's people, and you know what? That's a good way. If you can't commit to doing it every week, like make it a company podcast. Yes. So she is uh, swearing she will disappear from public life after her retirement. She says no one will ever see me. You'll so- never see my face again, Tamara. <laughs> <Tamar Ruddy. laughs> Literally. But wait, when is this retirement happening? So 
Obviously, she hasn't acted that much. Her last major film was 2019, but now she's looking to sail off into the sunset without looking back. So she's on the cover of Bustle's Digital Magazine, which I found really interesting because that's like a fake magazine. <laughs> and Gwyneth Paltrow is an A-list star. She looked unbelievable. Like, she had tushy out and everything. But I was like, damn. Yeah, like, you that a- ass, I think... It's it, a sick or, ass. Or, okay, I don't... Okay, I don't remember her ass being that juicy. Mm. So I think everyone needs to study that pose. I think there's some like when I, I have chicken legs, okay? Mm-hmm. But when I kick up my leg, I have this incredible muscle in my thigh mm-hmm. that wouldn't be there if unless you I kicked kicking. up my leg. So I saw that and I'm like, I think if I twist my legs like that and turn around, maybe it pops your ass a little bit. I think we could all learn a lot from yeah. this fake digital magazine cover. I thought it was so weird. Like, she could be on the cover of Vogue and she's on the cover of Bustle. Okay, regardless. Why is Jessel on the cover of Rolling Stone? Oh, let's talk about that. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> I don't think she was on the cover. They did a spread. It was, But it was a okay. very fancy photo shoot. Because it's kind of like the rise. It, like, it was more like the fall and rise of Jessel. Because yeah. she was insufferable, my God, in the beginning. She was just like really trying so hard on Real Housewives of New York. And she re- weirdly like rose from the ashes and emerged as like some sort of hero yes. on the show. And people are taking note. Well, I think she rose from because she was treated so horribly by Cy, yes. who's just like the worst person so on earth. So mean. The worst. She's just like, she's like, what? Just answer the question. Just answer the question. Actually, you know what? Don't answer because I don't care. It's actually funny how little I care about mean. you. Mean. I'm just go away. Yeah. <laughs> like she's just the worst. Yeah. And then, and I think also people like, look, I thought the Vietnam thing was weird too. And then I was like, God, I mean just like why are you trying to tear down someone's marriage when when there's evidence now or people coming out that he that her guy was married when Sorry, she started yeah. working at the bar and got it was with an him, affair all that kind of stuff so it's just like but i just feel like god that's all these shows are I'm like, i know I, so, there's a an element where i am just like grossed out i know it's like just at the end of the day like what are we doing we're tearing down women and their marriages we're, we're like here it's literally sell your soul to the devil the devil being bravo you most likely your kids will hate you at least for part of their lives and you're definitely your marriage is going to crumble there's a chance that some freak is going to go in the papers and realize you did something wrong on a your million taxes, years ago and now you are going to lose everything yeah and possibly go to jail yeah but guess what you get to go to BravoCon. <laughs> but you're famous you get to go to BravoCon, and yeah. yeah no that's a really good point um so back Getting to back Gwyneth. To yeah. So she said, I will literally disappear from public life. No one will ever see me again. <laughs> so later in the interview, when she was asked if she would attempt to teach others how to age gracefully, she says, I'll probably try knowing myself or I might be like, fuck this. I might just disappear and no one will ever see me again. I feel like she's talking a lot about her. She's really good friends with Cameron Diaz. And that's what Cameron Diaz did. She made $100 million in Trek and was never to be seen again. She completely retired. She came out of retirement to do that amazing movie, The Other Woman. And then she went back into retirement. She has a lot of money. She had a baby. She has a wine company. So she still like posts on Instagram and shit. But she does not act. And we never see her. You know what I think is so interesting is about how Pamela Anderson, you know, went out with no makeup. Mm-hmm. And she's like a few years older than I am. Definitely not ready to do that. May <laughs> never be. May never be. Yeah. But she's also prettier, much prettier, obviously, naturally anyway. And she goes, you know, I remember my mom saying, you're just not going to want to wear makeup after a certain point. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want to, you know, she went out. I don't want to compete with clothes. And I do feel like when you're so stunning, like a Cameron Diaz, 
you know, and you're this youthful thing and something about Mary and all that. And you're just like, I don't want to put myself out there anymore. I don't want to be scrutinized. Yeah. She had a child, I believe, kind of late in her 40s. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that she, it doesn't mean that all these people won't come back. Right. They, they really should. They should come back when they're going to be the grandmother, the mother of the bride role, whatever. Like, don't give it all up. Be that Jane Fonda. Right. But I even think Jane Fonda had years where... She took time off. Yeah, and where she was just like, I just don't want this right now, and I don't know how many facelifts I... And she's had, obviously, a lot of work, Jane Fonda. But, like, I just think it's kind of a hard thing. And, like, even as I get older, I'm like... And I see my friends after yeah. a couple of years, and I'm like, oh, everyone is looking a little older. Oh, this facelift is not that good, and I'm not going to that guy, <laughs> and like whatever. But I'm kind of seeing it, yeah. and it's just a, tr- it's just a truth. And yeah. like, you know, so I think that can be part of it, where she's just like, I don't really, and the effort that it takes to do a movie is so much work if you don't need the money right. and you're not craving the Oscar anymore. And she's the attention. Got the Oscar. It's also like the, yeah. att- the attention. I think that's why it's so hard for a lot of women to take, or not women, just people in Hollywood, to take that time off because, you know, for the amount of time that you're out of the public sphere, like that technically is your star, you know, going down and for a lot of people when you've been on that roller coaster for so many years like the thought of you not working and not being seen and not being spoken about is like the worst thing that can happen to you or it's like when Reese Witherspoon said you know the roles dried up you know Um, I wasn't getting them anymore so what did she do she She made them bought every book that she could and bought the rights to it and made her own thing but that is part of it it's being an actress a model a sports person it is a short window you shouldn't expect it to last forever that's why when the friends people asked for let's all get a million an episode because they're like we'll probably never have another sitcom yep so you've got to make it while you can make it Mm -hmm. and and also have enough going on in your life and healthy wise that if you're not going to the oscars anymore you're not going to miss it and i don't think any of them miss it no me neither I think Cameron Diaz is probably the happiest she's ever been. Yeah. She had a baby. And like, yeah, what do I need it for? She's got that wine, which I did think was kind of interesting. The Avaline wine? Did you see her? Okay. What I also think, and I know you're going to like, is like, listen, we've all accepted that these big hooch stars had to get into our space. Yeah. Podcasting. Yeah. Podcasting and Instagramming and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. And then they're... They're doing the things where they're doing makeup and yep. all that. And it's and, like, that was for us, but okay. Yeah, like, can we have one fucking thing? Yeah. And so then she's doing, oh, I'm oh, I'm, I'm putting my Avalon thing at the store, and she's yep. doing this dumb thing, acting like, so, you know, like this wasn't like a $7,500,000 billion shoot. Like, this yeah. was an expensive shoot. There were 25 people involved. This wasn't just you and your assistant of course. going to Walmart. Like, if you oh, were going to do something for your liquor brand. I would literally walk into the store in my pajamas. Yes, and do that. And so I was like, well, let's do that. Let's make it look like Claudia's. With but, a million-dollar budget. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, again, don't begrudge, but I wish more people would see how annoying it is. It same is. with, you know, same with, like, uh, Jennifer Aniston being like, Doing, doing, this is my, this is my brand. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, like, no, and like, on. there's no product in her hair. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting time where I think during COVID, so many celebrities started doing other things to make money besides, you know, their traditional trades, which was acting, singing, whatever. Yes. And they made a lot of money, social media, podcasting. And so they're still doing that now in addition with their, you know, traditional skills. And it's annoying because that's our job. Yes. Stay away. Let us have one. Just one little thing. But I do feel like when you do, like I do feel like you and I are in our our podcast, we were really 
we're good about it and the people appreciate it and it's like never going to go away. No, so that's what I was saying at when the top of the show. As long as we've been doing it, you know. So, so. Jackie and I always say, because people are always like, well, what do you want to do? You know, like, and for a while, I think when we were younger, it was like, oh, I want to have my, my own TV show. And now we say, like, we love what we do. If we could be doing this forever in the nursing home, like podcasting, then that's a dream, right? And I think we look at someone like you who has grown kids and is still at the top of her game and still does this. Like, that's what we want to do. So it's amazing to see. It's like a, a future that you would envision for yourself. Yeah, I mean, I, and I really do love it because someone, I was like, you know, we were driving and Peter was like, oh, should we get a lotto ticket which i've never been into buying a lotto ticket mm -hmm. ever but i'm like whatever if you want to go get one fine and i'm like even if i won a billion dollars i would still do juicy scoop because maybe I, once a week maybe once a week but i love waking up mm -hmm. and not always you know sometimes it's not always the greatest comments but i do like i need that um reflection whether it's like doing stand-up or hearing mm -hmm. the comments the next day i don't think i would be happy not being creative and I do like the immediate response yes. of today's world. Feedback. Yeah, the feedback. I agree. So I do like all that. So I don't, yeah, I don't know that I would do either. I always thought I was going to be a mom in a sitcom. And oh. I had some opportunities that then never were to fruition pilots. It and wasn't stuff. meant for you. And that's always what I envisioned I would be getting the Emmy and doing all that. That's so funny. And so, yeah, I still, I was thinking you're probably out here like fielding talk show offers now. No. No one wants me on their talk show, which is disgusting. Well, to be a guest or to be have your own? By the way, I used to say like my dream job was to have a talk show. And until I realized a few years later that being a talk show host requires very little talking and a lot of listening to other people, like your guests. Who fucking wants to do that? That sounds miserable, right? That's why we never have guests on the show. Well, listen, even when I try so hard, there'll be some YouTuber that's like, let your guests talk. I'm like, I just listen. Listen, I interrupt. But this one, I really let them talk. No, by they're, they're, I almost think there's people that are listening that if Waiting I don't for. interrupt, they're like almost bummed. No, I've literally been sitting here being like, <laughs> I know the Juicy Scoopers are going to like rip my ass a new one if I interrupt Heather. So I've been like trying to be so good. But Stop. I know that I still probably interrupted you. Well, I love the toast. I love you. Thank you so much for doing this. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, check out Juicy Scoop with Heather McDonald. What, how many episodes a week now? Three? Uh, two and then Friday Patreon, Patreon or subscription. So and that's always at least 30 minutes. Heather's so no consistent. Commercial. Her episodes are up always at the same time. Never like us. She's on top of her shit. You should follow her and check out her Patreon. Thank you for doing this. Love you guys. Tomorrow's episode is with me and Ben. And we've actually got a big announcement. We're You're getting pregnant. divorced. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> No, but we do have a great announcement, so we'll be tuning in tomorrow. Love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Toast and Millennium Morning Show, where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, please don't forget to subscribe and give us a video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeart, Castbox, all the places. Love you, waves, and podcasts. Beautiful setting and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye.